We're we're breaking in with a very special midweek <laughs> episode uh, uh, mini tale. Uh, we have breaking news, as as many of you probably know. We recently uh, uploaded and sent out our uh, brother bear episode, but we were missing a vital component. And for those of you who listened, uh, including our I don't want to say special guest because this is like bringing the whole thing back to normal after having <laughs> such a strange episode. <laughs> Tara is back. Tara is feeling much better. Yes. And she has... Well, it's weird because this was like a while ago. Yes. Anyway. Um, but she has just... We've just recorded... We, I've edited the Brother Bear mm-hmm. episode. Um, you have listened to it. Well, I watched Brother Bear first. You watched Brother Bear first and then you the listened episode. to it. So yes. we are and here... And you guys did fine. I thought we did really good. Yeah, you did um, really well. I will say that there was a lot of dead air edited out of me going, oh, God, let me check the notes. <laughs> like, a lot of that was edited out. Got it, out, yeah. Um, which Carly commented on. She's like, you really did a good job editing. <laughs> um, Tara, you have, have watched Brother Bear. Yes. You watched it on your own without mm-hmm. me. Um, you had some time recently to yourself, and you were able to do that. Uh, I... Uh, you've also listened to the episode. Let's mm-hmm. let's get your thoughts. The the whole world is wanting to know what you <laughs> thought about Brother Bear. So we don't have this one episode in our repertoire where we don't know how you feel about it. I know. I wanted listeners to know that I was committed, that I was still going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of had to push you. You're like, what am I going to do today? I'm like, you can watch Brother Bear. You're well, like, oh, it was okay. more of just like committing to like sitting down to watch it. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Uh, I really liked it. It was like it was good. Like I wasn't I wasn't like, oh my god, I love this movie, but uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the viewing experience of it. Now, you you told me this much and then I talked to Carly a little bit about it because I think you maybe didn't enjoy it as much as I did because I did not see any of the twists and turns coming and you yeah, said you the were The minute like, the minute Coda says I've got separated from my mom. I was like, oh no. I was like, that's who he killed. He killed he killed Coda's mom. And the whole movie I was just like, when is Coda gonna find out that he killed his mom? So the whole movie I was like waiting for that. So yeah, but I think it would have I think if we watched it together, that would have been spoiled for you because I think I would have said out loud, Oh, he killed Coda's mom, didn't he? Which would have changed your experience that's of watching very it. Interesting because- I thought about that as I was listening to the episode. Yes. I was like Oh, I, after you told me you didn't know. Well, it was, it was you funny know. going back and listening when I was editing that one because I did tell. There's a part in the beginning where I tell, I say, Carly, like, well, he turns back into a human, right? He's yeah. got to turn back well, into a human. Well, and he does for a moment. But I, I like the ending that he is a bear now forever. Well, and the other that thing that I don't know that you mentioned, and I was curious if I thought this or if this actually happened but when he first gets changed into a bear mm-hmm. he gets pulled up with his brother's spirit but the mama bear gets pulled up too and he becomes one so it's they bring the mama oh. bear up into the the lights and they bring um oh kenai kenai up and that's how he becomes a bear is how i saw it is he like which is why he's like he still needs me i feel like it's like a a stronger storyline i mean i think the storyline is pretty strong without knowing that one part but yeah like, i didn't notice that yeah no. yeah 
Um, no, I, I mean, I, I think I liked it a little bit better than you. I was, I was pretty impressed with the I whole thing. I enjoyed it. I would, I would recommend for people to go watch it. I definitely think it's worth a watch. I, I was super pumped. I didn't know about Tina Turner. So when I heard that opening <laughs> song, I was like really excited for that. I really liked the music a lot. The one thing I thought was weird is when Coda starts off singing that song and then it goes to Phil Collins. I think it should have just all been Phil Collins. Mm. Like kind of how Tarzan, how it like. How his music is over it, narrating it. Well, it was like, just like a weird transition. I think it was supposed to be like when Timon and Pumbaa have that intro and in Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Yeah, but... Coda doesn't pull it off as well? Yeah, to me, it like it was like very like, cut, here's where Phil yeah, Collins okay. comes in. Like It didn't feel as like cohesive, no. maybe. But I don't know if that's the right word. It but. was a while ago when I saw this. Like, yeah. So I, I don't know if I remember that part. What Was that your favorite song? What was your favorite... Um, I liked the Blind Boys of Alabama song. Yeah, right. And uh, I know you were excited to tell me about that. They did an album with Ben Harper, which is very good. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought the music was really good. I thought it was cool for Phil Collins to like, I already had a whole Disney album. Let's bring some more people in. And yeah, them- no, I really enjoyed the music. That was the only like one thing that was kind of off for me. I think one of my favorite scenes is when they're at the salmon run. I yeah. love it. It's goofy, but it's fun and it's sweet and it's special. And Well, I think that's part of the, the thing I said in there is when they originally did it, um, it it felt like like it was too goofy. Because like, when it was like fish, there was I think I talked about this thing. There was an original one he did and then he called the producer's wife yes, and the yeah, producer's wife the was like yeah. I'm sorry your song got cut and he's like wait what yeah but I think the original may have been more of like a goofball trashing the camp thing not to speak against trashing the camp but I don't think trashing the camp has the emotional weight that this one does right? yeah and I don't think it necessarily fit in at this yeah. I loved the moose the and is plural <laughs> moose yes it just feels weird it's, yeah yeah I did the whole episode like that going am I saying it right Mises yeah uh but yeah, I liked them a lot. Um, I don't know those characters mm-hmm. as well, but I enjoyed I enjoyed them throughout. I like that we kind of like check back in with them. And I like too, um, I don't know if you noticed this, but after he says he crashed the mammoth, the one brother, and I can't remember who's who, one of his antlers is completely right. gone. And yes. so I thought that was really... Oh, I, we, I think I brought that up in the thing. Yeah, that his antler is Yeah, is, is his off. one antler is completely off. Because I think I, I said something when we were watching it to Carly. Where I was like, do those grow back? She's like, yeah, he's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um... Oh man, what was I gonna say? Well, the good news is that if you want, if you like those characters, and you want to watch a whole movie starring those characters, not as Moose, but as Bob and Doug McKenzie. Oh yes. I found out that Strange Brew is in its entirety on YouTube. So. Oh okay. And, and I think today on the on the Facebook page, I'm posting one of the skits that the the, the characters are based off mm. of are. Um, like the the, the the Bob and Doug McKenzie thing, got it. Which it's it's kind of funny because it's just two. It's like if we had a two comedians from Texas who were like just did like a show where they were just hicks and they went back. like they're, they're just improving. Yeah, it's real funny, but they're like, hey, hey, beauty, hey, you know, they're just talking mm-hmm. like those guys. Yeah, and I don't know if you heard this in the episode, but apparently on the DVD, there's an entire. Uh, commentary track that's just them oh that's like great those characters. that would be fun i that would be worth it to own it yeah. just to hear that commentary i think that would be really fun to watch i love the post-credit scenes i thought they were cute and kind mm-hmm. of funny um i also i really enjoyed the story i did like the story of you know these three brothers and how they get separated and how they're supposed to kind of follow the path that's like chosen for them mm-hmm. 
uh, with the totems. And I, of course, I loved the woman shaman. Yeah. Or, yeah, she was great. Uh, she ha- has a little bit of a feeling um, that's reminiscent of Moana's grandmother. Right. It's a similar. Like there's a direct line between those yeah, two characters. Yeah, yeah. They feel like they they hold a similar role. Mm-hmm. Um, just like guiding, you know, she kind of guides guides him somewhat, right. and yeah. Um, wh- 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 was that your favorite character? Did you have anybody else you really liked? I really liked Coda a lot. Yes, he was very. Cute. I really like Coda a lot, and not only just cute. I love that he talked too much. I have that trait. Share that in common with Coda, uh, but no, I just I really. I really like the personality of Coda quite a bit. And I, I enjoyed, uh, I think where they really come together is when they're on the mammoth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like that part of the relationship, you kind of see, can, can I? Uh, Kenai, I think. Kenai. Uh, again, a lot of that is edited out of the episode, but I did a lot of that too. Yeah. I like, um, I like that you see Kenai change. And right. I, do, I also loved the bit when they get to the salmon run and you realize that Coda knows all the things he hasn't done as a bear. Like we haven't necessarily seen that he doesn't know how to do all those things, but Coda's like, Oh yeah. And he doesn't do this and he doesn't do that. What a weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, real quick. And this is a little bit of a shift, but how did you feel about the episode? (laughs) I thought it was good. I thought you guys did a really, uh, I thought it was thorough. I thought you covered everything. How did I do with, with all the, with the notes of the, the note taking for the, I think you did well. I think for you, you mentioned it in the episode, but you have a better memory. You have a better recall after watching something than I do. For me to have a strong recall, writing it down is important for mm-hmm. me. So I think you probably wrote stuff down, but you also were probably going off of your recall, which I rely on my notes because I my recall be, isn't as strong. I think you'd be shocked to... I think typically you act as my notes that kickstart those memories. I see. And so not having that, I because I, I, I'm serious. I edited a lot of like, what does this mean? What is like me going through my notes? And going, well, okay. and you took notes on your phone. That's another reason why I take notes with pen and paper, because I, I know been able to read them. I understand that. But for me, like spell check would mess me up too much mm-hmm. that I wouldn't like get. St- I wouldn't be able to read through stuff. It's well, a lot of like inside baseball listeners. <laughs> well, Carly and I did want to let you know that we were both like, Man, she's really good at note taking. Oh, well, <laughs> like, thanks. We're, we're, and thank you, Carly. A big shout out to Carly. I really, I, she always comes with such great knowledge and, mm-hmm. and facts and things like that. And so, yeah, I was super bummed to miss the episode. I was kind of down on myself, but I was um, not feeling well and it didn't work out. But uh, I, th- I think you guys did great. But I also wanted to let the listeners know that I'm committed to this podcast and that I, that they would know that I did watch the episode and listen to uh, the podcast. So real quick, does this, uh, do you get a collect, does this go up in a clamshell into the collection? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's any reason for it to be put in a drawer or in a vault. There's no drawer. There's only a vault. <laughs> uh, um, but I, I think for the commentary alone, I kind of would, I, that's the one thing I wish with Disney plus, but I guess that's because they still want you to buy a physical copy. Maybe I don't mm-hmm. know, but I don't understand why Disney Plus doesn't include like when there's special features you know, on a movie enough, or when there's commentaries yes. on a movie. It it would be really great if that was part of like I I would pay if they needed to. They don't because they're Disney. They have tons of money. But even if they wanted to up the like cost a dollar or two a month. Stop spending our money. But, yeah. but do you know what I'm saying? Like, if I was going to get more content for that. I would say the problem with some things is sometimes streaming rights. But, like, 
that audio commentary. I mean, it could be on there. We just didn't check. Maybe. I just, right. I feel like a lot of what I enjoy about having a Blu-ray is when it's like extra features, right? And yeah, those no, I, I don't really see on uh, Disney Plus right. at all. I, some of that might be like if there's music or like, who knows? It could be something with yeah, the rights, it but be, it may just be them going, let's just not do them because some of them have rights. Yeah, I but would I be curious to know what that's about. I also think they did right uh, by indigenous First Nations. They did better as far as yeah, we know. Now, as far these, as we know, I don't yes. think we had anyone who could really come in and qualify that. Yes, but I, I, it felt it felt more authentic and it felt like they... It, it felt like the right story to be told by people who were doing research yes. as opposed to, you know... Yes, like, and like, again, we, we go extensively into it in our Pocahontas episode, you know, basing it off of a real person and mm-hmm. then um, fictionalizing that and really changing what the true story of that was and mm-hmm. and all of those things. But I, I do feel that this is a better representation. And again, I'm sure they could go further in in different ways, but I, I feel it's a, it was a step forward for this group, this culture. I, I th- And I think, you know, we continue to see that. And I find it interesting, anytime a newer Disney movie, you mentioned this with Encanto, uh, comes out, and people are like, oh, there's there's no like true villain. And we've seen you mentioned this, but it's been a while that there's been no mm-hmm. true villain. Yeah. You know, I mean, well, Frozen, there was um Hans. Hans. Oof. But uh but yeah, I so it that's interesting. I, I miss the strong villains, but I also kind of appreciate a character who's an antagonist who goes through a journey. Well, I, I mean- appreciate I appreciate that because I also think that's more true to life. And I, so you relate to those characters a little bit more. Yeah, we don't have villains. But there's also like, there's, I don't remember what this is called, but it's the different types of, of, of antagonism in stories. It's like man versus man, man versus mm. nature, man versus self. And this one's a little bit more man versus self. It's about Kenai's yeah. journey. So having an outside antagonist doesn't work. And Dena- I don't think his name was Denali. But the his deny deny he that might be it deny his younger brother was the antagonist, but his other his younger brother was also learning. Yes. So I I think it worked here. Um, but guys, thanks so much. We just wanted to pop in with her uh, our thoughts really quick. So uh, this has been a uh, uh, Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries uh, uh, news report. See you next time, listeners. Thanks for listening to Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. If you want to tell us your favorite Disney villain and why it's guest on, send us an email at trprincessdiaries at gmail.com. Or you can send a tweet about how great Maleficent is to at TRP Diaries. Check out our Facebook group by searching for Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, and many more. Wherever you hear us, please be our knight in shining armor and give us a five-star review. Thanks again, and until next time, remember to always live happily ever after.